Hello and welcome to the Singing Buddha podcast. My name is Lucy Burns. I'm a coach and author of the book 15 Steps to Lasting Happiness. I'm also known as the artist, songwriter and music producer Lazy Hammock. In these episodes, I will be sharing my take on life from a creative and spiritual perspective, looking at ways in which we can tap into our limitless potential so that we are able to become our best selves, not only creatively, but also emotionally, physically and spiritually, enabling us to navigate our lives and emotions in a more balanced and grounded way within this world, whilst endeavouring to remain true to our core creative selves. Listen in to either start or continue on your journey of awareness and expansion, stepping into your own rhythm and unique flow, where together we can learn to let go, allow and just be hopefully resulting in a deeper connection to ourselves, each other, and the wider universe. Hello and welcome to the Singing Buddha podcast, episode 5. Today I want to talk about the lockdown mind how we've been managing our mindset during lockdown. Lockdown's been a pretty difficult time for most people and we are facing something that we've never faced before. Okay, you know, last year we were on lockdown one and two, but in terms of all of this, we've not faced this situation before. However, there have been times in my life where I have felt trapped and I was looking at that and and thinking about how did I cope and has that had an impact or reflection on how I'm coping now because generally from day to day I'm coping pretty well and I was really thinking about what is it that has enabled me to cope through this lockdown and I realized it was the ability to get into a mindset where I'm focusing on what I have rather than what I haven't and getting in a a mindset of gratitude and being grateful for the things that I have and not looking at the things that I haven't. And that's not always easy. I mean, I'm missing simple things like most people, seeing my friends, my family, and also simple things like going out for dinner. But this mindset thing, this is how we how we look at things. And I was reading something the other day, I think it was online somewhere. And this person said that they don't look at this as a lockdown, they look at it as a retreat. And I thought that's, that's an interesting way to look at it because if we can look at it as a retreat, suddenly our perception of what lockdown is changes. And I liked that. I like things that are able to change my perception on something that I may be quite fixed on. The way that we look at something always has an impact on the way we receive it 
one place where we can be free is within our mind. Where we are within our mind is where we are within our life. And what we feel and think about within our mind is what we feel within our life. And being able to access our mind, the free part of our mind, not the part that's all caught up with the pain, the suffering, the sadness, but the side that we can access as a place, a sanctuary that we can retreat to. Take a moment to think about how your mindset has been during this lockdown and think about how you've approached it so far and how are you coping with what's been happening because everyone's in such a different situation. I've lost people, I've lost two family members during this lockdown, not this particular one, but last year. And I know lots of people have lost family members, whether it's been to COVID or whether it's been to something else and not being able to get to funerals, not being able to go to weddings, not being able to visit new grandchildren or children or parents and some people I know are in abusive situations and they can't escape. You know, there's so many situations that people are in and all these things have a real impact on our perception of lockdown because it's one thing saying, well, you know, change your mindset around it. But often when your mind is full of the things that can often make you unhappy or sad, it's very difficult. But what I'd like you to start thinking about is maybe ways in which you could approach lockdown a little bit differently especially if you're struggling a little bit to help you deal with what's going on. One of the things that I like is knowing that one, I can choose my thoughts and two, that you can't think two thoughts at the same time. Although I know when I read that once, I tried it because I was absolutely sure that I could. And you can think two thoughts in quick succession, um, but not exactly at the same time. And that's a really good thing to know because it means that we can change our thoughts from ones where we are dwelling on things that aren't helping us to something that maybe helps us to look at something in a different way or to feel something different. I know 
if I think about not being able to see a member of my family that I really want to see, it's going to feel very different to thinking about looking at mountains and lakes, which I'm longing to visit. But the feeling is very different. Although the two things I want to do, one of them creates a feeling within me of absolute beauty in terms of the looking at the mountains and the lakes, where the other one brings about more of a longing, a longing in terms of seeing that person. This isn't to say that we shouldn't be thinking about the people or situations that we love. Not at all. But it's about managing the situation and managing our emotions in response to the situation or the person or place or thing that we're missing. And looking at how you're managing this situation. I think for creatives, for some of us, there are pros to lockdown. Sometimes it, for me, resembles much of my life before because I spent a lot of time at my desk producing music. And I've done that for many years alongside working other jobs. But for me to create, I need calm, I need time. And that's what lockdown's given me. But it hasn't given everyone the same thing. Many creatives are struggling. Many are struggling financially. Some are struggling with blocks and not being able to create because of the situation and also what they've lost. Especially a lot of people that I know are not able to go out and play gigs or perform or act on stage or dance or any of those things that are intrinsic to the well-being of a performer. And that's another element when a part of you is lost and a part of you you aren't using anymore that is so vital to your own emotional functioning and well-being. And there always needs to be a process of grieving when you lose something that's important to you so you are able to open and accept the next part of your life which is incredibly difficult to do if you still haven't come to terms with the loss. This is when we have to think about what do we look at? Do we look at the bigger picture or do we look at the smaller picture? And I think there's a time and place for both of those things and we have to look at which one is going to help us in this moment. Now sometimes looking at the bigger picture and looking at the things that we're really looking forward to doing 
it's really good to look at the big picture because we can go, you know, when when this is over, I'm going to go and see my son or I'm going to go and see my friend or I'm going to go and do this or go and do that. And we can dream about that. And sometimes that really evokes beautiful feelings within us. But sometimes, depending on your perception or where you're at in that day, looking at those things makes you feel worse. So I would say that if that happens, then bring it in, shrink it, shrink that world to the smaller picture, to what's immediately in front of you. And so we break that down into what is it that I am enjoying? What is it that I am grateful for in this moment? And it's not always easy to see things. But once you start practicing, it becomes easier and easier. And you can break it down to the smallest things of, which I always say are the biggest things. I have food to eat, I'm thankful for that. I have hot running water. I have a home to live in. And that's if you have these things because many people don't have satisfactory living conditions or have their nutritional needs met. So you break it down to something that you feel appreciative for. So you can see the good in what's in front of you rather than what you're missing. I would ask you to take it easy on yourself. You know, go easy on yourself. Don't give yourself a hard time. Whether you're working at home, whether you're looking after children at home, whether you're on your own and you're feeling lonely, whatever it is, don't give yourself a hard time when you're not feeling how you want to feel or how you think you should feel. There's no should in this situation. There's never should. There is just is. When we do that, we make it even harder on ourselves. We berate ourselves. It's like being told off by another person. It doesn't make you feel good. Try not to do that to yourself. Because if you do that to yourself, it just has a knock-on effect on everything else that you're doing in your life. And right now we've got enough on our plates without giving ourselves a hard time. So let, us, let yourself off. It's fine. You know, tomorrow's another day. And lastly, I just want to say that it's really important that you take time for you but just being, just taking that time for you to really think about your needs. What is it that you need in this moment that will make you feel better? And if you can't have the one thing that you really want, which a lot of us can't, whatever that is, think about something kind you can do for yourself in that moment. I've written a guide the top 10 coping strategies for enforced isolation and loneliness. It's a guide to aid your well-being during lockdown. 
and you can download that free from my website if you'd like to read that and it's Lucy Burns L-U-C-I-E Burns dot com thank you for listening if you've enjoyed this podcast please follow like subscribe or even write a review if you would like to support the show and make a donation you will find a link in the show notes alternatively you can donate on my website it will be gratefully received for upcoming courses and retreats sign up to my mailing list at lucyburns.com if you'd like to hear more of my music you can find it on all major streaming or download sites under my artist name lazy hammock if you have any topics or questions that you would like answered or discussed in future episodes please send for consideration to the singing buddha podcast at gmail.com you've been listening to the singing buddha podcast